0: Thank oh. you.
1: Gentlemen. Uh.
0: Sir, we are here. We are live with brother Neil Frazier, live in the living color. And um, I'm glad to be here. I had one of those days where I kind of slid into home plate, um, trying to get a lot of stuff done. Very happy about it in a new level of life right now, enthusiasm. And um, I just hope to motivate everybody just like you are, brother. And I'm here for the motivation and the knowledge that you share. Each week, I don't know how you sponge up so much. I mean, it's already there. You've already done the studying. You already have the experiences, but it's like there's an extra bit on the plate that you bring. And it gets better and better, just like the song. It just gets better with time. So I'm going to sit back and enjoy what you have to share. And the title, I had to shorten a little bit in the title um, but because they only have 100 characters when you put the show up. But that's okay because now you're going to let it all flow. So I want you to take your time. Absolutely. I had to make a delay because I found myself up in the mountains. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, there's a lot to do up there, you know, and I had a delivery yeah. of some tile. I'll be honest about that. So we had to go all the way from the other side of the crawl, had to pick this stuff up, pull the order, get the right lights that I was going to get, um, get everything right and load it up. Then we had to do a delivery going the other way for some okay. other person. OK, because where we were going was far away. So we took time, got up through the traffic, made friends with the guys. We laughed. We talked. We finally got up there, loaded everything in. Mr. Skerb had already left. It was dark. I had to get my mosquito repellent. And um, like I said, <laughs> well, we were out. Message you, let you know It's it a little longer. Say it again.
1: I said, I'm convinced this new land scurbs.
0: Well, today I had to be five and I was looking around for the other four. <laughs> I was a Harlem Globetrotters <laughs> all by myself. <laughs> so I'm glad to be here. And um, I want to hear what you have to say. The title is very interesting. Prophecy Against the Colonizers, Neta, The All-Seeing yes, Eye, Roots of Racism. Whoa. Right. We yes, ready to buckle up, seatbelts and get on in. And I welcome everybody in. I didn't look at the chat room yet. Let me look master glam crispus harris the first ones in thank you so much for being here i got to contact everybody i've been so busy but you all understand and when things are settled it's gonna be popping talk to us brother
1: well as always brother lance uh it's good to be with you in the fam on mondays i i know you're very busy uh got a lot of stuff going on i'm glad you were able to complete you know your work what you had to do and uh I'm just excited to be here today because <clears throat> this topic uh, I came across because, as you know, um, there's, there's always something that's put out, you know, against us to keep us in a quagmire. Um, this last, this latest statement that I heard, and I'm, I'm always fascinated by how America chooses its leaders because certainly when you listen to some of them, the ignorance is beyond. I mean, it's something you can't even imagine that a governor of a state of the United States would make the type of asinine statement that was made. And so this motivated me to go back in the vault about 30 years uh, of research that I already had, but it took me a couple of days to put together because one of the things that they always use from their playbook is to try to hit us with a gut punch in regards to slavery. And again, just the pure ignorance of what he said was enough for me to motivate me to go into the vault, so that today um, we're gonna we're gonna cover a lot of world history, and six of the individuals that I chose are not just six of the greatest black minds in world history, but six of the greatest minds in history, period, that our people and our culture produce. So again, Brother Lance, as always, I want to thank you for the opportunity to uh, put the message out. And I want to greet the family in the chat room. And uh, hopefully after today, um, we'll, we'll know exactly who we're dealing with Uh, what their agenda is, because it's been the same agenda uh, for 2,000 years. And uh, we'll see exactly what we're dealing with, who we're dealing with, and what we must do now to go on the offensive and not just sit back and uh, react every time, you know, they come forward with these asinine statements about our people. So, um, as Lance mentioned, the name of the uh, topic today is uh, Prophecy Against the Colonizers, uh, which is one of the greatest prophecies in the Medunetchir concerning the all seeing eye, the throne, and the bearded man. And from this prophecy, we can see the roots of racism that has trickled down to us today. But before I get into the text, I prepared a a, a thorough introduction for you to set up our main presentation so that we can see clearly. Take the veil off our eyes, take the gloves off, and be prepared to go on the offensive against the asinine statements that are constantly being made to um, subjugate our people to a position of inferiority. Um, One of the three things that's very important when you're studying history is who where and how. You must know who you are, you must know where you came from, and more importantly where you're going, and also how you got where you are. Um, and that, that centers around our genetic memory bank. And, and this is why this great ongoing effort to cut us off from our genetic memory bank is a consistent part of an old playbook. And as I said, I drew on the uh, historical research of six of our greatest minds. Um, Dr. Asa Asa Hilliard, one of my all time favorite Um, And the reference is the master keys to study ancient Kemet. Uh, The second person is Baba Astra Kwasi, who along with uh, Dr. Asit Hilliard has spent over three decades in Kemet uh, doing the fieldwork that has come to us today that allows us to peer into the past and have a documented history of our people that's undeniable. And his book is uh, African Spirituality. Uh, One of my favorite economic historians, Dr. Arthur Lewis, who's also lost to history, did one of the uh, most profound works on world economic history entitled European World Economic Domination. And of course, one of our great, uh, there are so many titles for uh, Dr. Sheikh Anti Diop, um, who is in the same spirit of our great Grand Vizier. Uh, M Hotel, in which we know he's a linguist, A uh, he he actually um, set up the carbon dating laboratory at the University of Senegal that was able to refute a lot of the lies that were told by so-called Egyptologists that. Without a shadow of a doubt, proved okay that black commit was are the originators of all of the knowledge that the ancient Greeks, Romans, and the people you know as Americans and Europeans today, who are really Germans, as we'll see, um came down to us today. So he's a chemist, Um, he's also an anthropologist, Um, and as I said, there are a lot of different ways that titles that we can give to him, but the most important thing that he left us is the work he did uh, to show us the true nature of the people in history that is responsible for the greatest cultural continuity continuity in the history of the world. Um, and his work is The Origin of Ancient Egyptians. Uh, the last two, Dr. Walter Rodney, uh, also one of my favorite, How Europe Underdeveloped Africa. And my personal uh, spiritual teacher, Dr. Kojo Fuji, from his great work, from walking to and fro among the earth, seeking whom he may devour. Um, One one of the things that we need to come to grips with in today's world is that the African mind, okay, and I'm not going to get into this debate with um, you know America, the scholars here, the Aborigines here. I'm not going to get into that debate because that's a mute point. We're going to focus on the African mind and African culture that left the greatest amount of literary work that has been passed down to us today and that those who we will expose today have tried to take credit for but after today we'll see that they cannot take this credit from our great ancestors that we're going to see set up the wealth that the European and American people of today enjoy. Both scientifically and in every other way you can think of. Uh, We'll start out with the fact that the oldest university in the world, okay, out of the 12th dynasty, is Ipet Isut. This is not only the oldest university in the world, but it is the greatest university in the world. In fact, all of the Greek um, philosophers and historians that the Europeans brag about today attended this university. And this university is in the royal city of Waset, which is the African name, which is was renamed by the Arabs as Luxor and the Greeks as uh, Thebes. The other great university that was created by black Africans is the University of San Corre in Timbuktu from 1700 BC, which was also um, built and started By that black African mind. The great African pharaoh king Amenhotep was the one that constructed the University of Ipet Isut. Okay, and from this university, we have two of the greatest papyri. Uh, the Ryan and the Moscow papyri that has trigonometry, calculus, algebra, and all forms of mathematical functions and equations that were the first forms of mathematics in the world today. Uh, Currently, we know this great institution, as the temple of Karnak, and again, this institution was built by Amenhotep memote- a, a from the fi- and it survived from the fifteen hundred to thirteen hundred BC. So there is no question that all of the scientific knowledge in the world today all the astronomical knowledge in the world today, all the literary knowledge in the world today, all the mathematical, biological, and chemical knowledge in the world today came out of ipet Isu, the oldest and greatest university in the history of the world that was created by black Africans. Now, as I mentioned, um, before before we get into more of the introduction, I want to use three movies that was created by Europeans. Because many times they create these narratives mainly through movies. Okay in order to give some type of insight into their stolen legacy. Um, the first movie is called Total Recall, a very popular movie starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. We know what the actual name is, but Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, wherein he went to this lab, okay, that allowed people To live out their fantasies by injecting in their brain um, a chemical solution that allowed them to experience you know all of the fantasies or any fantasy that they imagined. Um, But during this movie something went horribly wrong and he suffered some type of uh, embolism that actually took him out of this world of illusion, like the one we live in, and his eyes were suddenly opened to the real reality that he was living in, even though his mind was blocked from this reality. And his wife, Sharon Stone, was actually working for the individuals that were responsible for keeping him in this state of illusion or this matrix. And once he became aware of this, all hell broke out. The other movie, um, one of my favorite, was by uh, uh, one of my favorite actors, uh, Keith David, and a one of the uh, first popular uh, wrestlers, Rowdy Rodney Piper, it's called They Live. Where there are these aliens who they couldn't see until they found these special um, black sunglasses that allowed them to see these aliens, but they specialize in sublimial suggestion. You know, words like obey and things of that nature, that they were not aware of until they got these special black sunglasses. And uh Like today, when you can talk through your watch, they realize that there were people that that were able to actually see their true nature, like we're going to see today. Um, The third movie, you know, when I was young, I used to love to watch The Twilight Zone. And they had this one episode with Rod Sterling. Of these ten foot aliens with these big, long, huge heads that had very humble spirits, and and in fact, on their spaceship it said to serve man.
0: My favorite episode.
1: You remember that, uh, Lance?
0: Oh man, I love that. Tell him I'm not going. I've spoken on it before, but I want to hear your take on it. I love that.
1: Oh man. (laughs) It's a classic, but you know, it describes the, uh, zombie state that our people are in or that have been put in. And, uh, so, um, they had very humble spirits, these big aliens, and, you know, they, um, invited, uh, the human beings on the ship, you know, showing them all the things, uh, um, this was the precursor to the digital TVs where they could, uh, show everything and they could see you know from their planning and all the good things that they had planned for human beings excuse me and uh little did they know that what they meant by to serve man was that they had this big ass cookbook with human beings in it and uh in the end they ended up with all of the the people, thousands of humans coming on this ship thinking that they were gonna go to this uh, planet where these large, humble beings came from and didn't realize that they were on the menu. And that's sort of like how it is for us. We continue to see people who have us on a menu as people Who are going to deliver us from whatever state we find ourselves in today? So, going back to the introduction, um, as I said, Kemet is the oldest, has the oldest cultural continuity in the history of the world 3,000 years. Some people say that this pre-dynastic period before the founding of Kemet is as old as 25,000 years old. In fact, uh, the uh, uh, Kemeticist uh, Mandaral is one of the ones that spearheaded this. Uh, He found uh, a lot of uh, relics. That uh, showed a culture which we will identify that uh, went back as far as 25,000 years prior to the uh, first dynasty and commit before the founding of commit. And actually, he found a calendar that we still use today that was 4,200 years old. 4,200 B.C. Okay? Now, the New York Times did a story on the oldest culture in the world, which we know as Tasseti, or Nubia, which is undoubtedly, without question, a black nation. And Tasseti, okay, they unearthed Uh, and excavated the oldest royal family in the history of the world, in Tasseti, in Nubia. This is why they don't talk about Nubia in the American history books, okay, because once you begin to discuss Nubia, then all bets are off. You, You can't hide and lie anymore, because Kemet, or Egypt, Is the child of Tasseti. Okay. And as I said. uh, The first royal family. Not the ones that you are so in love with today. Okay. Were excavated. In Nubia. Okay. They had the oldest monarch. And the oldest dynasty. Which was. Almost 500 years older. Than Kemet. In fact. Many of the uh, uh, many of the pyramids. Uh, there are more pyramids in uh, Tasseti than there are in Egypt. Okay, in which our people called up south. Um, again, this was the oldest monarchy in the world. Now, the religious uh, ideology or theology that eventually. Kemet was built on, came out of Nubia. In fact, the Aset and Horus, or uh, Heru, or Isis and Horus, okay, or the, the mother and child, the first holy family came out of Nubia. And again, you know, uh, this is uh, a cultural heritage. okay so there is no question about this this is not something that can be debated okay because we have the excavation of this royal family um so we see as we move uh, into commit, and we see this 3,000-year history of our people was interrupted in the 7th century, okay? It was an, an abrupt change in the Kemetic culture due to uh, the Arabs and Islam coming into Kemet, okay? Um, but, but we also know that in the third dynasty, okay, the pyramids, which are twenty-five, that was uh, built in two thousand five hundred BC, the step pyramid of Saqqara, okay, that was built by the multi-genius Imhotep and uh, also the uh, pharaoh king Zolzai. Um Also during this time um and this is this is a very important time in history that our people many of our people are unaware of but this this part of history is very significant to us today because of how religious our people are um we're, we're going to talk about this um Lance I believe I sent you um that uh picture of the goddess Sheshak. That at some point, um, if you're able to show it, I'd like to break it down to as further proof to our people as to the origins of what they know today as the scriptures. But the oldest Bible in the world, um, who our people call Per M Haru, that the Europeans renamed the Book of the Dead, and it's interesting that they called it the Book of the Dead because the Tomb Raiders literally took the papyri out of the hands of our dead ancestors. Now imagine that. And so this is why they came up with this terminology, the Book of the Dead. They literally took the scrolls out of the hands of our dead ancestors. Um, it's also known, okay, as the coming forth from darkness to light. Or it's, it's also called the coming forth by day and, and by night. So, you know, these terms are interchangeable that the Europeans use. But um, this is written in the Book of Stones, okay, on the wall of the pyramid text of Unis, okay, in which they raided this tomb, okay, and, and this this first Bible, okay, um, from the pyramid text of Unis, that's still there, written on the walls, okay, carved in stone, okay, is actually the first five books of Moses, okay, or the Pituake with pin pin to it, okay? It's the first five books of Moses that our people call the Old Testament. And as I said, this is still uh, written, okay, in the temple on the walls of Onus, the Pyramid of Onus. Um, also, when you look at the, um, the architecture, uh, this is why you see brothers like Lance who have this skill, okay, where they can actually design their own home. Okay, our people have this skill where the Greek pantheon is described as one of the great architectural marvels of the world when in fact, Okay, it was actually constructed in 500 BC. Okay, this column building called the Pantheon, but it was copied directly from African architecture, which is 2,000 years older in 2700 BC. The temple at Zakar, which is the funerary temple. Of Zoser, King Zoser. So you see, no matter where you look in history, this stolen legacy was taken from Black nations and our people in antiquity, and plagiarized and glorified, okay, in their universities as them being the originators of it. When we know that the Temple of Karnak today was where all of the interesting thing about this is that the Greeks don't deny this. Pythagoras, uh, Aristosthenes, who was given credit for designing uh, um, the circumference of the earth, when we know thousands of years before that, Imhotep using the summer and winter solstice, okay, was able to map out the circumference of the earth long before anyone named Estothenes came along. Just like Imhotep, okay, who was born 2,500 years, who was the real father of medicine before um, the person that they call the father of medicine today, um, Hippocrates. Also, um, Pythagoras, who is given credit for being the uh, father of mathematics, we know that he studied at E2, uh, okay in the city of uh, Waset or Abydos, which is actually uh, the city of Aptu. So again, we see that this stolen legacy from our people is critical for us to understand because our children need to know this knowledge, which was stolen from our people and in his book stolen legacy george gm james talks about this um so moving right along we know um as we said the origin of the comedic culture and by the way one of the oldest religions ebiwak that came out of uh, Eastern Africa, where um, our people had the um, the um, tenets of righteousness, justice, okay, and judgment. This was all a part of what you know as religion today, that came out of Ebikwa, which is has been dated. Between 30 and 40,000 years ago, out of Eastern Africa. This is uh, the oldest religion on record. Um, so, in order to understand uh, uh, the Egyptologist, uh, Wallace Budd, okay, said that. In order for him to understand uh, ancient Egypt or Kemet, he had to study the ancient okay, also the Sudanese religions, and the religions from the southern part of the continent, okay? And we know that these were all black people. Um, The first king in history, uh, Pharaoh Menes or Narma, okay, showed through uh, the royal city of Waset, the scepter, okay? And, And when we start dealing with the prophecy, we'll see why this is so important, Okay. In his work, uh, Black Athena, Martin Bernal also talked about this, where the legendary uh, Amenahet, okay, who is known as Memnon in the uh, story of the Greeks, okay, in, in their battle, the Trojan War where he is celebrated as Memnon, where this is actually the pharaoh Amenhotep. Okay, and all of this is important because when these stories are told in the American history book about the Trojan War, when they talk about Memnon, no one knows that this is actually the pharaoh king Amenhotep, Amenhotep. And, and these are very critical historical events that are glorified by Europeans. I, I remember seeing a uh, Memnon in a book in high school as a European, not knowing that he was this great African pharaoh, just like our kids today don't know this. So As we move down and they begin to erase our history, okay. The um, oh, an important point to make here in uh 1750, the first invasion out of Asia, the Hyksos, was also when the Bible says that the person that you know as Abraham came on the scene. And and these are all oral histories that our people take as, you know, our people take this stuff as it's uh, legit, that that it's not um, something that was uh, plagiarized or what have you. But the fact of the matter is that the person that you know as Abraham, uh, as Abraham actually lived according to this oral history, one thousand seven hundred and fifty B.C. was the, the same time that the Hyksos invaded Kemet. So you you do the math and put the two together. How how that can even be possible? And and so I don't need to go into that. But in the third golden age of Kemet, as we move down through history, okay, and also Moses um, in 1300 BC also came uh, during this three to 500 year period. Now, here's something to think about how, how is it that Moses? being raised in a royal Egyptian family and I remember hearing uh, Dr. Ben say this how is it that Moses had never heard or become aware of the 42 negative confessions that the Ten Commandments came out of that they plagiarized in this movie with Yul Brennan? Uh, called the Ten Commandments that all of us grew up on. That is not possible. That That's like saying that we grew up in America or that you can grow up in America and never hear about the United States Constitution. That is an impossibility. So you see how all of these lies, when you just think about it, okay, doesn't even make sense. But because they can tell our people anything, because they can print these lies in books that are indoctrinated into us, we take this as gospel proof, for lack of a better term. Um, But now we start to move down in history that's relevant to us today. The Greco-Roman period or the Third Golden Age literary age, okay, in 332 BC, okay, where we see that the Romans began to destroy the comedic culture. The Greeks did not destroy it so much because they saw the value, uh, the literary value, in which, in which they took back. To Greece, and this is a whole nother story in itself. Um, again, according to Martin Bernal, um, that the African that was responsible for establishing Athens, the Greeks took this knowledge back and built their uh, their culture from. Okay, and we know that Greek culture is the foundation of European in American culture and history, so you do the math, okay? So there were three significant invasions that took place um, during this period. It was the Persians in 525 BC that ran, ransacked commit um, because, again, when they first Came upon black lands and saw this great knowledge. They were so jealous and envious because there was no literary history. The first show of European literary history, according to Dr. John Henry Clark, was the Iliad and the Odyssey. Okay, by the Greeks. Okay, and uh, and so this. This was the first show of European intelligentsia that came directly out of Kemet. Okay, then we see the Greeks after the Persians in 525 B.C. We see the Greeks in 332 B.C. Okay, and these are all European invaders. And the Romans in 30 B.C. or closer to the time of the individual that you know is Jesus the Christ. Um, that the Romans uh, came on the scene. Okay, so we're gonna get into um, the proof, okay? The language, well, actually the linguistic proof of this time period or the Afro-Asiatic languages or the family of languages that came out of Africa was a major part, okay? Was a major part of the Europeans setting up um, his culture that has come down to them today. Um, The last part of the introduction before we actually get into the text, okay, we're gonna talk about uh, the uh, actual evidence, okay, of why we know that these uh, were black lands, and that these were black people who established uh, these lands and established this great literary work that has come down to us today. Okay, so let's start out with uh, the evidence that we have, okay, to prove. Okay, that these were black nations that created the great knowledge that we have today. Um, The first evidence we're going to look at is the physical, anthropological evidence that they have. That's undisputable. Um, They spent many decades and centuries trying to disprove it. And I remember seeing <laughs> this. Um, he was, uh, looked like maybe he was uh, half Asian and something else. I'm not sure. But the disappointment on his face when he had to admit that the skulls that they excavated were all Africans. In fact, um, all of the... Um, the skeletal remains, or all six of the skeletal remains of the progression of human beings, all came out of Africa, out of the soil of Africa. Um, but <clears throat> the skulls were, um, they couldn't be refuted. And then Sheikh Anti Diop also proved through his anthropological work, that these skulls were undeniably African. The second um, evidence that we have, or evidential knowledge that we have, is the paintings from the tombs, the royal tombs themselves. Um, they are always black. Uh, one of the most famous ones came out of the tomb of Ramesses II. In which this famous picture that we all see, where there are four generations, okay, of black people. Uh, the third one was red. And then the fourth one was a little lighter because it showed how um, the invaders started to bastardize the pigmentation that we see today. Okay. But it's undeniable that. In antiquity, these were black nations. Um, Okay, so moving right along, the other evidence that we have is pigmentation. Again, Sheikh Antidiop developed a test to prove the chemical composition of the skin of mummies. And after he tested Thutmosis I and Thutmosis IV they shut down his work and did not allow him to test any more of the mummies because both of them were black with a heavy concentration of the melanin molecule that was present in heavy doses. Then there is the bone evidence. The skeletal structure of all of the bones that were excavated were purely African. This was undeniable by all of the scholars that they produce. That was undeniable. Then we have one of the most significant evidential proof um, that exists is the blood type. Now, also, Sheikh Antidiak, the skin from the mummies again, type B would be black and type A would be white. Well, of course, all of them were type B. And even today, there is no significant blood type A found anywhere, okay, in the Egyptian culture. And so without a doubt, based on the blood evidence alone, that the ancient Egyptians were type B or black people. And then we have one of the most significant uh, evidential proof, okay, by actual eyewitnesses. So this is like uh, today when people are caught on camera committing all these foul acts against unarmed black men that cannot be denied even though you know, a lot of lies are told, um, we know that we have video evidence of your wicked acts. But here we have, okay, in four different uh, centuries by classical Greek and Roman authors who were eyewitnesses to the ancient Egyptians. We have Herodotus in the 5th century B.C. We have Aristotle in the 4th century B.C. We have Lucian in the 2nd century B.C. We have Strabo in the 1st century B.C. and we have Diodorus in the 1st century D.C. all unequivocally saying that the ancient Egyptians were Black, or Ethiopic, which is uh, a term that they used to describe Black faiths. We also know that although they changed the name to the Atlantic Ocean, that this great ocean was once called the Ethiopic Ocean. Now. We're moving closer now to modern history. Before we go into our text, um, and and we'll see how this was um, cleverly done. Okay, we see that German scholars begin to change this history through uh, their academic world and their universities. Um, We also, uh, Martin Bernal did a um, great work on this, as well as other scholars, uh, to show us, uh, Dr. Asa Hilliard also did a great work on this, and uh, Dr. Kojo Fuji, um, in his book, From Walking to and Fro Amongst uh, the Earth, Seeking Whom He May Devour." also talked about this, that in 1750, the German nationalism that you see today in Europe, in America, through the white supremacists has its roots here. Um, The first university, this Germanic university called Gerding University, began to deny the actual truth and the eyewitness accounts Imagine that. That's like somebody looking at the body cam and saying, excuse me, um, that's not me on camera. I remember this song. Uh, Say it wasn't me. Say it wasn't you. Okay. Even though you're on video. Um, so this is where you begin to see them um, taking the truth of history out of the history books. This was the origin of the Germanic Germanic nationalism that we see um, rearing its ugly head again today through the white supremacists who are really Germans. We're going to prove this today. Um, And finally, we have the linguistic evidence. Through the Medu Nature, um, we have the linguistic analysis again by our great ancestor Sheikh Antibia, where KM, uh, which stands for Black, and then we have KMT when you add the T, which is pronounced commit to, where you have the cartoon, or you have the uh, Mebunetra written with the little man, the little woman, the three lines underneath, which represents plural or people, man and woman and people, which means black people. And finally, the good gods or the divine gods were what we know as the perfect black or the divine black. And the red gods were the black were the uh, bad gods, and so I wanted to to give that introduction to set up. <coughs> excuse me, our text today, <coughs> which is the great prophecy that the Europeans, such as Napoleon in modern history, encountered that struck fear in them when they came upon black land it is a great prophecy against the colonizers which was also plagiarized in the bible about 400 years in captivity but this symbol that they saw in the medunature was the all-seeing eye the throne and the bearded man. And uh, sorry, I'm I'm in a uh, in a wooded area in a in a park where the wind is blowing very strongly. And uh, here in California, um, the trees and the pollen uh, make your nose run a lot. So, <clears throat> excuse me, but moving right along, the first contact. Okay, that Napoleon and these other invaders came upon caused a great fear in them. The origin of the fear of a black planet and the fear of the Creator's children in the primordial sea. And also, as we go into the work of uh, Dr. Arthur Lewis, we know that this was the epitus for the wicked global plan to destroy the Creatrix Creator's divine laws and to the righteous seed under their system of unrighteousness in Europe and America. So, the first contact and the fulfillment of prophecy, of this great prophecy, okay, was upon coming into the black lands for the first time, and, and I made these notes so I can go into this in depth, so we'll have a clear understanding and comprehension of what this prophecy is, how the origins of racism um, begin to, to um, fester, and how it affects us even today. But upon coming into uh This great prophecy, it set into motion the fulfillment of this prophecy concerning our people. And this prophecy, as I said before, was plagiarized in the Bible, okay, and given to our people in the narrative forms that you know today as the scriptures. Um, this stunning prophecy or visual warning. Would set into motion the most uh, significant manifestation in human history. In fact, centuries later, as a result of taking the Rosetta Stone back to Europe, Thomas Young and Champollion begin their quests. To decipher the Metuneture by studying its more uh, modern derivative, Demotic, uh, which is more of a Greek version of hieroglyphics that were more closely related to their understanding of the Metuneture. Okay, so let's break down the prophecy. The first part of the prophecy, the All-Seeing Eye, or the Eye of Horus, which Lance has a, a beautiful uh, symbol there, was the symbol of the Creator's universal power, and this was the foundation of the psychological root of European fear, because they had never seen a symbol like this before. And when they saw this symbol, it struck a great fear in them because they knew that this symbol meant that saw all human activity on the planet. The second symbol that they saw, the throne. Which represented the symbol of glory, the symbol of authority, and the symbol of rulership and worship of the black man on this planet was the spiritual root of European envy, jealousy, evil, and wickedness. And the The third uh, part of this prophecy that uh, comes down to us even today, the bearded man, which is one of the reasons why when they see they have problems, this is why whenever you take on any job of significance in their world, you can't wear a beard. Okay, because this is a profound symbol to them of the original man and the primordial sea. Okay, and again, it represented the rulership and authority of the black man on earth. And this is the root of the physical enslavement of black men and the beginning of racism. Okay, and even to this day, as I mentioned earlier, that white males in power, wherever you go, are all clean shaped. This is no incident, uh, accident, okay? Because this is the polar opposite of the symbol of the original man. And it is in defiance of his natural authority and rulership over the earth. Now, let's go into the work of uh, Dr. Arthur Lewis concerning this system of wickedness and this world economic system of wickedness that the Europeans and Americans set into motion to oppress black people wherever they are on their planet. Um, Again, I wanna highlight a movie I don't know how many of you saw this movie, but it's called Blood Diamonds. And this movie is a perfect illustration of what we're getting ready to cover in regards to how the Europeans and American corporations, even to this day, continue to oppress our people, on every continent, on worldwide plantations in order to enjoy the wealth they enjoy today and the lifestyle that their descendants enjoy today. So when you see them walking around with these three piece suits or these today two piece suits and these briefcases and walking around like, you know, they are the rulers of the planet in the background and what you don't see is that they still have our people okay working as slaves throughout the plantations of the world um dr lewis made three important uh points about this he said that three things make the world run and bonds and derivatives but raw materials, labor, and technology. And that you must have people digging in the ground for minerals, like they do it in that movie I was talking about, the blood diamonds, and our people today who are sweating in these mines wherever they are, the motherland and other parts of the world, in the Caribbean, South America, Brazil, wherever you go, they still have our people on these worldwide plantations because you have to have people, I don't care what they tell you, how they um, build up this fiat, you still have to have raw materials and labor in order for the manifestation of wealth to come forth. For minerals, for metals, and for resources. You also must have people planting and harvesting crops. Also, you have to have people converting the metals and making products that you use, that we use in our everyday lives. And again, we have our people on these world plantations that are doing all of these functions that I just mentioned to you. So no matter matter how they try to perpetrate that they are, um, that their intelligence from technology and AI and all this other stuff you see, but what you don't see is our people, millions of them still sweating and then talling in the soil of the earth to bring forth these resources, okay, because you can't have the type of cellular technology you have without the crystals that our people have to dig in the the mines to bring forth. So, we move into colonialism, okay? Now, you must go back at least 500 years to get a true picture, okay? between the the years of 1500 and 1945. And it was during this time period that the ability of white Europeans, primarily from Spain, Portugal, England, France, and Germany, and they were successful at leaving Europe where they had no resources, where they were starving to death, and they had no ability to feed and house themselves. It was during this period that they went out and started conquering black lands. Okay, now these Europeans went into into Africa, primarily in the Caribbean, and took control of all their natural resources and labor. They also, excuse me, removed all of their technology, which included chemicals, textiles, and machines such as the spinning wheel, which came out of Africa, for weaving for weaving clothes and producing a lot of the uh, material that uh, was responsible for uh, the foundation of the Industrial Revolution that the Europeans brag about in their history books. Now it was this process that I just mentioned that made Europe and America and later Japan strong economic countries. It also allowed them, as a result of taking all the food, wood, minerals, and materials out of Black lands, and now they could eat well, they could feed their people, they could build houses, because at that time, they did not have any. That's a subject for another day. Okay, and then they use your mineral resources to reverse the devastation that existed in Europe, which is really Western Asia. There is no continent called Europe. This is a fictitional name that came from you know, Greek goddess, uh, Europa. Okay, but they lived... Uh, under this to reverse the devastating effects in Europe. Now your labor. Now, I want to go back to something that I said in the beginning how they use the same playbook and they use these ignorant people and this is why America is falling because they have these ignorant people that they call leaders that are running this country. And and you have to think about something. Why do, why do white people continue to um, elect these type of people? Okay, it's for a reason. Because they know that these people are going to continue to say these type of ignorant things to make you think okay, that <clears throat> that all your all, your all of your history is based on slavery um, and trying to make you believe that y- there is some intrinsic value that in, in fact, this is why unions were formulated because the slaves had all the skills that they brought here. In fact, when they stole our people, out of Africa, okay, to build their wealth, okay, they not only took skilled, I mean unskilled labor, they took skilled labor as well. Because our people that lived according to solar clock and calendar knew the crop and harvest system of the planet when we lived naturally, organically, unlike we do today where we're living unnaturally and inorganically, our people had this knowledge of the stars, such as Benjamin Banneker uh, and also uh, George Washington Copper, uh, Mrs. Scurr, and so our people had this knowledge, okay? So they took this skilled labor from Africa to build their wealth. This is how they built their wealth. They had no knowledge of plant and harvest system. In fact, one of the the books um, that I talked about in a a, a video I did a couple years ago with Lance called Things Fall Apart when they came and they saw our people um, with this crop and harvest system and the storehouses running over with seeds, that they began to institute this supply and demand where they took all the seeds out of the storehouses where then now you had to go to them for them to hand out the seeds or the crumbs that they wanted you to have and it was never enough to feed our people. And this was the beginning of this. Um, some of you um, need to go and read this book, Things Fall Apart. It tells um, it is, It's also part of this great prophecy. But <clears throat> they had to have people, our people, who were used to build the roads here in America, okay, to build the levees, to plant and harvest the food and to pick cotton, sugar cane, and tobacco. And without this, no matter what they put in their history books, there would be no industrial revolution in America or Europe. And this was the foundation of the industrial uh, revolution, as I said, that they take credit for in their history books. Um, uh, So let's move into the technology aspect of their stolen legacy. This also was the foundation of the Industrial Revolution. As I mentioned before, they not only took your labor and the resources, they took your technology, the textiles and the chemicals, and this is how they were able to make clothes from weaving from your spinning machines, okay? They took this back to Europe and America to jumpstart their industrial revolution. Also, uh, metallurgy, okay, where Europeans learned from the Africans how to smelt Iron, copper, um, according to Dr. Ben in uh, in his videos where he traveled up and down the Nile, that uh, West Africans, okay, on his trips up and down the Nile, that he showed us West Africans smelting aluminum, copper, tin, gold, silver bronze, and platinum for for thousands of years. This is where the Europeans learned this craft from, okay? And so they were able, the Europeans were able for about three to four hundred years to drain all of the mineral resources and metals out of our lands, okay? Okay? And not only was this the fuel for their great American revolution, but it was also the rise of their great insurance companies, such as the Lords of London, and their great American financial institutions as Chase Manhattan, Citibank, and Carnegie Mellon. And as a result of this great theft, Okay. they were able, America and Western Europe became dominant economic powers in the world. Now, as I said, this was the beginning of their industrial revolution. But now we're going to go into, now that they have amassed this wealth, okay and they have subjugated our people under this w- wicked economic system we're going to look at the origins of white supremacy because what the majority of our people are unaware of is that you're dealing with germans europeans and americans are germans this, this is why you know you can't understand Why they hate black people so much. Well, you're going to see today why, what the origins of this is, where this comes from, and why neo-Nazism is on the rise. Okay, the descendants of Hitler. Okay, in the 1300s, okay, we're going to start with uh, the Eastern Europeans known as the Rus, which today are the Russians. And according to uh, Dr. Arthur Lewis, they crossed the Ural Mountains and they conquered Western Asia, which you know as Europe. Um, This included Iran, Pakistan, India. It also included the Pacific Isles, uh, Alaska and Hawaii, and other people of color such as the Inuits, and the Eskimos. Um, this is how the Russians, uh, the White Russians, like Boris Yeltsin, and the old Soviet Union, how they gained their power by exterminating and killing uh, these people. Uh, and, and and whites never forget their history. Okay. Um, So in 1975, uh, Europeans saw the need to consolidate their power rather than standing alone. And they formed what we know today as the Trilateral Commission, which consisted of uh, Western powers, U.S. and Canada, and uh, Japan, okay, is considered a Western power, believe it or not, and also Western Europe. Now, um, let's go back to 400 AD and and we'll see the origins of uh, white supremacy that we see today and the dramatic nationalism that um, we uh, incorrectly call um, white supremacy or, or, you know, Americanism that English and German Europeans coming down from the northern part of Europe, Scandinavia, Finland, Sweden, Denmark, Norway, and Russia, came down and smashed the Roman Empire. This was uh, between 500 and 800 A.D. in Central Europe. And these were all Germanic people, these Scandinavian, Finland, Sweden, Denmark, Norway, and Russia were all Germanic people, again, who were able to crush the Roman Empire. And these Germanic people went into England and Great Britain, where the Celts, or the Celtics as you know them today, resided. Now, again, white people never forget their history. They glorify their history not just in their history books, but also in their cities, in their countries, in their states, and in their towns, and also in their sport teams like the Boston Celtics and the New England Patriots, okay? Um, these Germans today are also known as Scottish, Irish, and Wales. The Angles, the Saxons, and the Jutes uh, went into England and exterminated the Celts or the Celts, which today the Celtics uh, revived their culture um, because of this. Uh, And these same Germans are today known as Englishmen and Americans. They're Donald Trumps. Okay, this is where this love for him comes from. Uh, uh, They are the descendants, the Americans and the Europeans you see today are the, the direct descendants of these Germanic people. So, when they start demonizing Hitler, basically, you're talking about yourself as well, okay? This is why, uh, you know, I always hear black people say, why do they hate us so much? This is the origin of why they hate you so much, why the white supremacists hate you so much, and this is why you see a resurgence of this Germanic spirit, okay? And, and this is why you see this uh, communist manifesto that they call capitalism that keeps you at the bottom of their economic system. So Americans are Germans. We're going to prove this again because two groups of Germans, the Franks and the Burgonians, who are now known as Frenchmen, exterminated the English and the Africans, or the Moors, that were also there in Europe. Okay, they exterminated them. They have a history of this. This is there at We see another group called the Vandals and the Visigoths, Visigoths, that they glorify in these movies like 300 or whatever these different movies that they glorify this uh, violent history. Uh, They went into northern Spain, where our people were, the Moors. Okay, and they drove out the Moors. These were the ones that drove out the Moors. They drove out the Spanish, the Arabs that were there, and they killed off the uh, Yugoslavian people. Okay, but all of these people Okay, are Germans. Okay, I don't care what they tell you. This is the proof. Okay, and this is, this is the history of the violent destruction in world history. Now, we move closer to modern history with the uh, Napoleonic Wars in the 1800s, uh, where the Germans began killing each other. Between 1800 and 1900, uh, these intra-European or Germanic wars, uh, World War One with England, France, and Germany, killed—they killed over a hundred million of their own people. In World War Two, they killed over twenty-five million of their people, and. In uh, the Napoleonic Wars, they killed 20 million people. Um, this is what devastated Europe. 145 million people were killed. Okay, this is, this is what devastated Europe and why they had to now go looking for someone, mainly you, black lands, um, to reverse this situation. Okay, in 1945, the Germans, English, and Americans formed NATO, which is the Western European powers who united to control people of color, like as they do today, where we see them doing this in the motherland. Um, Today, uh, NATO, or Western European powers, They band together against Africa and Asia. Now, see, this is... People don't understand the... Because other cultures of people don't forget history. This is why you see the Chinese going into Africa. Okay, because back during this time, they were allies. And the Africans who... Leaders who know this history know this. Okay. Um, So, you you have... uh, but Western European powers that are banding together against Africa and Asia. Okay, and this is history repeating itself today um, through the Ukrainian war, which is a pivotal war in the history moving forward of these Germanic people. Um, The colonial and political structure also had to be established, and this is why they established and formed, um, the Western powers formed the UN. Now, along with this political power, they needed to establish a economic power over Black uh, lands. Uh, and so they set up a, a sort of a loan shark system, a wicked, oppressive economic system to oppress Black nations through what we know as the IMF and the World Bank, okay? And this was set up to um, kind of rebuild rebuild Europe after they were decimated by these two world wars and the uh, Napoleonic Wars. And in 1944, the Bretton Woods Conference was set up by the U.S. to facilitate this system. And finally, Al Gore, European uh, economist, who was pivotal uh, in setting up the Marshall Plan, Okay, Uh, also um, was pivotal in establishing this uh, plan to economically oppress black people, okay? And again, because of these wars, they could not feed or house themselves, and The split came in 1947, okay, and why uh, Israel had to go to war against Palestine is because the Soviet Union rejected the U.S. plea for help because the Russians wanted to keep it all to themselves, and uh, this is, as I said, the cause of the current Ukrainian war. So you see all of the lies that are in the American history books, all of the lies that they have told throughout history, we see today through real history that the reason why black people are hated so much in this country and now in Europe we're starting to see the same faction coming out against our people and why you see this this germanic spirit on the rise is because we are entering into a energy vortex that the creator has brought into fruition in order to smash it. and so with that brother Lance Yes brother the presentation today
0: <laughs> All right Wow, you, get, you dropped a lot today, man.
1: Yeah, brother, you know, um, this is a history that our people have to become aware of because they have bamboozled us so much that they're hitting us from all sides and then they're pretending as if the, they are these righteous people when we know that all of them uh, are descendants of these violent Germanic people that came yes. out of Northern Europe that devastated the world.
0: Exactly. Wow. Wow. I'm I'm knocked over. I'm, I'm going to have to listen to this again because you were just flurrying, you know? Yeah. You you, you gave ignorance a beating, like to fight yeah. this weekend. Seriously. Yeah.
1: yeah, we needed to because, again, they're always trying to make our people seem like uh, that slavery... Is our history when it's really a very small a drop of water, a bucket of water into a big ocean?
0: Isn't that something?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: I know you have to go, but I just want to say this: they may have mentioned certain things from the motherland, right? Uh-huh. But they made it seem, they made it seem as though it was them. You see what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and for us, we were made to feel, without them actually saying it, that sla- slavery was our beginning. <laughs> you know, when they're the Johnny come lately to the planet. You see yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. They're probably rolling over in their wheelchairs right now.
1: Oh, yeah. The teachers no
0: back in the day, because so much is coming out, and it's, it's soldiers and warriors like yourself. That do the studying and do the work and and bring the facts. Yeah, yeah, and not not just emotionalism, as many people don't want to be associated with the motherland. It is part of the planet, and we know that. You know, we're scattered all over the world, but look at us. You know, and Mm -hmm. and look at our DNA. Look at our lineage. But some fight so hard to go against others that look like them, no matter where they are on the planet as opposed to unifying, unifying. against the system that
1: is against us. I don't understand it, exactly. you know? It's sickening, brother, it really is. You know, and, and it's, our, it's to our demise, um, you know, well, well, as long as we continue to um, shed light on this, that's all we can do. Um, many of right. our people, um, you know, let's call it for what it is, the bag is their only concern no matter how they get it who they got to hurt to do it if they have to turn against their own people to get it then so be it
0: yeah 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 you know it's 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 amazing you know and it's just like some of our people just don't want anything to do with the motherland and like i said we we are scattered all over the planet we have history all over the world
1: That's we have right. history
0: and history all over the planet The planet is us.
1: Absolutely. We
0: we have people who, you know, I remember listening to an interview with the singer Jody Watley from back in the 80s. And she did did an interview and she said, well, you know, uh, I'm making it up now to prove the point because I don't know exactly what she said. Oh, I'm Cuban. I'm Dutch. I'm German. I'm this. Everything. And she got two of the blackest parents that you want to see. You know what I mean? (laughs) Melanated dark from Jody You know what I mean? yeah. and she picked everything else what I'm saying is that we all have I'm mixed up physically yeah. but yeah. here and here, there's no doubt you see what I mean so oh, yeah. we didn't get over that because we all got a little touch of something in us but what's the yeah. unifying factor not just physically but on a spiritual level that 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 mm-hmm. frequency that being able to connect with each other, not devoid of, of, of those things that we have when we put them aside. Why don't we why don't we join? We're fighting, and I'm telling you, I'm gonna say it again, I'm gonna say it as much as I can. There are too many YouTube agents that are paid to come on and stir people up. Get them into yeah. the emotional, get them fighting. I'm from the Caribbean. Yeah. You're from America. I'm from the motherland. We have these people who put themselves yeah. up as leaders, who've done nothing. Yeah. People can say all we do is talk, but what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about, you know, calling our women out of their name. We're going to act yeah. like thugs, criminals, fight each other. See, you don't get in trouble when you do something online and you speak of those things, right? Yeah. But you get in yeah. trouble when you dig for the truth and expose it and share it and enlighten and empower ourselves. And I'm going to talk against those people each and every time. Why don't we unify these people you follow for Ados and F FBA and all this stuff and indigenous. Why can't we unify? What box do you check when you go to the white man's job, when you're going to look for employment? Do you argue with him when he said what you are, you don't argue with him but you want to come and build somewhere. Not at all. And I'm not going to waste time on these people, but I'm going to call them out each and every time. If you have a message, what's the unifying factor in that message? Is it to to divide us to say, oh, I'm this and you're not that? Fighting over reparation money that may not come? You see what I mean? We are our own reparations. Our unity is our own reparation. Repair. Just because the guy hit right. your car and smashed it up, he's not the one that's going to fix it. It's that person who does body work. So why that's can't right. we have the warehouses, mentally, physically, and spiritually, to have the body of, of us repaired? That man may never give us anything. It's not in his nature. He's a beast. So we got to show love to each other instead of con- continuing the technology that he put in our heads. You that's see what right. I mean? And yeah. it's... it's coming more and more evident to me each and every day that I live, and whether it's America, whether it's here in Africa, you know, people I talk to. Hey, man, you need to That'd tell the clear. truth about this. What, 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 what. Well, what truth is it? And what is at the end of it? Yeah. Somebody else is sitting here clapping <laughs> with their hoods on. Oh, yes. Little good nigger, you're doing a good job going against each other. And they're They're unified. Oh, they are unified. They are not unified when it comes to dealing with us. They're unified. They
1: are unified. You want to
0: stop the war? You want to stop the war in Ukraine right now? Let Africa and the African leaders who are not compromised turn around and unify. They'll be yeah. shooting at each wait a second. We can't have these niggas take over and the resources right. and in the motherland and all this stuff. And you'll still have American blacks come around and be fighting against our unity. They do it every time with little stupid comments.
1: Yeah, I hear it all the time,
0: too, bro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No sin- Yeah, but I'm a bulldozer. We're going to keep on moving forward, bringing the good information, and um, bringing a yes, message sir. of unity at the end of the day. I'm a bulldozer. I'm right here. And I just want to apologize, everybody. Yes, you know we've been doing crunch time on the premises. Things are going along good. This is why I haven't been doing shows every single day. but putting up little shorts. In the next week or two, I'll be right on the roll even more so. But this show is always going to go on. I don't care what I'm doing. This show with Brother Neil Frazier, a.k.a. Metamorphosis, will always be there. Beautiful backdrop of the sky behind you, man. Your silhouette silhouetted, (laughs) just nice, natural lighting. You know what I mean? Each week you look younger and younger. That's how we have to do when we put the right food in ourselves. I don't fear death. I'm going to go right on until the transition time because I know where I am I'm supposed to be and I'm supposed to be doing what I'm doing. And when everything settles down in a week or two, I dedicate my life to this even more so. But I'm gonna go at my own pace and bring some solid body blows now. I'm not flicking out lots of jabs. I'm coming with body blows. We gonna <laughs> hurt this thing. I got enough scars on my knuckles. We gonna put some more scars righteously on these knuckles. That's right. Yes, sir. I be, yes, I'm sir. gonna get me a bag and I'm start hitting it. Symbolically in my mind, I'm, I'm in a fight. And I know I am. My whole life has been a fight. I knew it at Columbia Presbyterian Hospital on uh, on Broadway and 168th Street on April 8th, 1963 at 534 in the morning when I came out my mother's womb and a white man was standing there and he smacked me. I said, oh, hell, it's going to be hell on this earth, but I'm going to win. But brother, you're buffering. Yes, sir. Yeah, you're buffering a little bit. Okay. You know, I don't like this motivational talk that flows so okay. freely. I don't have to rehearse for this thing. I'll wake up talking like this. See? So... I know you got to go. So, um, yes, sir. We'll continue to do our thing. I'm looking forward to next week.
1: And, um, I'll yes, sir. Brother. Hello. Thank you, brother Lance. But keep up the great work, man. Uh, and congratulations on you and Mrs. Skirbs, our new property, man. And I'm so Thank happy you. for you, brother. And, and thanks, everyone in the uh, chat room. And I look forward to uh, chopping it up again with you next week.
0: Yes, indeed, brother. That's how we're going to do it. We'll be right here for you. And it's going to be much love always. Trust me. Much (laughs) love. All right, brother. All right. Okay, peace. peace. All right.
2: I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the head. I'm trying to do more for the soul.
0: We will be back. With uh, positively Angela, um, eight o'clock uh, Eastern Standard Time. And that really is like in one hour and 18 minutes. I've got to make the link. We didn't make the link yet, but we're going to make the link and we'll put it out there. As usual, you know how I do. But like I said, today was a very hectic day. I did a lot of running around. Look, I'm under all these lights, still sweating, but I have a lot to go. I'm probably not going to, tonight, I know I'm not going to go to bed till daybreak for me but I'm going to sleep most of the day and get my rest because today I was all over the place. So please understand and I will make up for it. We got a lot of good things, you know, coming up and, um, I'm, I'm, we're going to burn out tonight. We're going to burn out tonight. Right. So let me put the information across the bottoms so you can contact me if you have to, all that good stuff. And, um, I'm going to bounce on up out of here and um, I'm going to go solo on a live. If not tonight, maybe to, but definitely tomorrow. Let's just say tomorrow. Let's just say tomorrow. And um, all of the contact information I'm going to put in a second when I put this other banner up, because I have to kind of bounce right now to finish up this link for Positively Angela. And um, we're going to warrior on. And if you know any interesting people that need to be interviewed, um, get me the numbers, get me me the contact information. I'll reach out to them and get them on the show, but they have to be worthwhile. There's not going to be no foolishness. There's not going to be no... Uh, uh, debating and, and all of this stuff. And we can have a difference of opinion, of course, because we're all at different levels of consciousness. I understand that, but I see, and I, I'm not throwing off at anybody, but I see channels where, you know, people, there's 50 million people in a room all over each other. You punk ass so-and-so, man, the whole tip, this and back, and this and another. Come on, man. We're not rolling around in the, in the dirt with that. We want to build right now. We got to build right now. Seriously, it's about building right now. Who wants to sit here and um, deal that way? It's about building. What are you leaving the subsequent generations as far as property, as far as knowledge, as far as awareness against the propaganda that's put out there, the propaganda that's put out on social media? There's some good things out on social media, but there's a lot of propaganda out there also. It's ridiculous. And, and the children are soaking it up. And I have a lot to say, and I have to be careful on YouTube because the YouTube people are after me. Right. But I have a lot to say about this, 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 this trans stuff. I'm not going to turn it into another show, but I'm going to say that for a few seconds. All this stuff pushed like this, 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 this weird agenda of, of men who want to be women, they have some women who want to be men, but I think the majority is that. And we have to bend to that. Like that's the most important thing in our lives. While they're planning to wipe us off of the planet, we got the plastic and the food and the atrazine and and certain things we're taking in our bodies we don't even know about. The propaganda is there and a lot of us turn our head. We're slowly but surely, and I'm not a doomsayer. I'm just telling it like it is. They're wiping us off of the planet. And, and, and we're into these religions that we know are not going to do anything for us. Why, why, why do we still get down with these things? And sit here, I'm going to wait on the Lord. He's going to do something so, so, for me. Okay, okay, okay. yeah, I'm going to mute this little sound right here. But yeah, um, it's ridiculous We're sitting down waiting and everybody else is building. The Chinese come in, they're building. The Turkish are coming they're building. The Lebanese, they come in the building. White folks still building. And they have a thing now where they're artificially generating um, human beings and you can dial in their DNA the way you want it. And, 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 And there's not too much of us who know about that. So while we know their numbers are going down, and this computer here is making up making up all this noise sounding like the truck on Sanford and Son. Let me just shut it down because it always acts up, you know, has a little, a little damage to the fan. But, but there's so many things around us suddenly coming at us while we are pleasuring ourselves. We are mentally masturbating ourselves with things that are not going to build us up and keep us strong. Slowly but surely. Everybody else is building, but we in our phones and Drinking all liquor and sniffing all coke and getting some good head. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. But don't let it dominate your head. Even sex has been turned around inside out, upside down, and all these different weird things being suggested to us. Those who are settled in our ways that way, we know. What about the children? It's man and woman. Ain't no other choice. That's the best choice. But they're giving us all these things on the menu in their young minds to imprint us to go thinking about things that don't even exist, to let these other broken spirits that are around us to come on in. They need a body to enjoy these nether pleasures. They need a body to enjoy these carnal pleasures of the world because that's where they're stuck. If you caught up in that before you leave this earth, you're gonna stay here. With nobody looking for something to inhabit to do the things you want to do. You got to think beyond that. Let's just be raw. What happens when you transition and you don't have a dick no more? What happens when you transition and you don't have a clitoris no more that you like to get licked? It feels good. Yeah, I know. I know all them things. But you got to come out of that. Does it mean you want to stay in the bathroom all day because it feels good when the number two comes out? Or number one, I'm going to stay in here all day long, I'm going to eat my dinner, I'm going to sleep in here. That's the body. How are you going to levitate if you focus on the body? And they keep us focused on the carnal and lower vibrations so we never ascend. Eating food is good. Sex and orgasms is good. It feels good. Going to the number one or two is good. Going to sleep is good. Physically, to recharge yourself. But do you want to, want to remain asleep from the things that are around you that you need to see? There's all kind of stuff going around you. There's a world that you can see, and there's a world that you don't see. Call me crazy like you've done for the last 22 years since I've been online. I'm not sending anybody here. But the bottom line is that we need to ascend. If you're talking the same stuff that you were talking five years ago, ten years ago, two years ago, there's something wrong. You, we should be ascending. Certain things should not even be the focal point of what we want anymore. When you realize how bad junk food is for you, why are you taking pleasure and eating it with this artificial flavors and poisoning in it? If you know certain indulgences are taking you off where you should be, why do you still pursue these things thinking you have forever? And certain sins have a, have a sweetness to it. Yeah, to pull you in. We all act like them things don't bother us or don't pull us. Yeah, it pulls us. Yeah. And they're natural, but they're made to be unnatural. They're made to be something that keeps us in one little spot. You see dudes walking down the street with, with their head on a swivel. Damn, look at her ass. Look at her. Ooh, look at that body. Look at them legs. Oh, look at that. And what did you do for the day? You just caught up in that. Stuck looping over, looping over, looping over. And when you're on your transition bed, if you have the luxury of what they call a deathbed, what you gonna think about all, over your whole life? Oh, I, all I did was chase ass all day. That's what you want your life to be? All I do was try to use men for their money. That's what you wanted. And with the money, what did you get? But going back to the trans thing, and I'm gonna leave that to this. I'm not throwing stones, but, there, but there's a certain faction of our community. I love my sisters and you know I don't I don't disrespect my sisters but sisters some not all some some of you back in the day supported this trans mess hanging out in the club with dudes in dresses defending them oh he's a human being he has feelings, he's a little different than us and I don't think we should, I'm not saying to hate nobody. I'm not saying to go up and harm anyone because honestly, if a human being is around me, and I've said this before and I have to say it again, if a human being is around me, I said human being, no matter what they are and somebody goes to beat them up unnecessarily and they happen to be in the Rainbow Crew and they didn't bother nobody, they didn't touch nobody, they didn't hit on nobody, I'm going to defend them. You're not supposed to put your hand on nobody for no reason at all. But if you grab some man's balls and you would do the dress, hey, oh well. You brought it on yourself. I'm just telling it real. So don't think I'm bashing. Hate that word bashing. Bashing. I'm trying to bash something else to wake y'all up, to see certain things, right? But then sisters, some, some of our sisters have defended that so much that now... It's coming back to bite them, because what? Oh, they're no good men. I can't find a good man. But you focused on focusing on not dealing with that. You're supporting one thing, so what you think you're gonna get back in society? They want their rights, and you pushing, and our sisters are behind them. No, you should be supporting that. And as you raise your young boys, whether you have a man in the house or not, when you have that kind of spirit to want to push that and defend that, and them little boys hear that, what you think they think is gonna be all right to do? And you say there's no no there's no good men out here. Then raise up some good men for the next generation of women instead of focusing on pushing that stuff that does nothing for the black family. What does that foolishness do for the black family worldwide? The black family is under attack. They want us apart. You go on the internet, I don't know, there ain't no good black men. Then you got the brother, oh, uh, uh, MGTOW, men going their own way. Where are you going? Men going, that's plural. That's like a bunch of us men going what way? To go suck on each other and bend over? No, it's the wrong message. Although I know that's not that. Right? Find you somebody good, stick with them through thick and thin Build, leave something, because we don't have too much time on this earth. 40 years ago, I was 20. I still feel good. But damn, 40 years from now, I'm 100. So I better get it out now. I ain't got that much time to be in the bathroom, lollygagging. I'm reading a book. No, do what you got to do and get out of here. Make every day count. Now it's time to amp it up because your enemy is amping it up on you. Trust and believe, they're in laboratories cooking up all kinds of pandemics and diseases and, and manipulating the genes and the, diff- the things and different viruses to target us out. They got all kind of stuff coming at us now. You give it two or three years or less, 2025, I, from what I'm hearing, Sister, so, so y'all, I love you. I, know, I don't know if you're in the chat room or not. We still got to do our show, and I got to put up your recording. She told it. And we sitting here, all we can worry about is going to the club, getting paid on Friday, getting laid, eating our food, hating on somebody. I ain't got time to hate, but I'm going to tell you like it is. And if you hate me, I'm going to tell you like it is. You come to me, which, look, I love my black people. You come to me in a violent way, you're going to get it back. I don't love some of y'all that much. I love all my people here and beyond, but some of y'all, you might as well be white. You might as well be in the clan because some of y'all are just so envious and jealous of your own, trying to make progress, working hard all day life, right? Making lies and whispering and all of that stuff. I ain't got no time for that. And that's what many of us, and I'd say possibly, no, 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 possibly nothing. The majority of us are like that. The majority. It could be 51%. It could be 99%. But somewhere between there, you could be educated and have your degrees and still getting down with hateful gossip, tearing each other up. I don't want to be bothered with none of that. So that's going to make me a hermit except for the people that think the right way. And if you have differences with people around you, admit when you were wrong, but don't go running around town and running your mouth to tear somebody down. It ain't going to work because karma's going to come back and get you and bite you right up in your ass. I said it. I just didn't say the whole part. Anyway, I want to get out of here. I got to make the um, link for a positively Angela. It's going to come on in one hour and four minutes. So I'm not going to lolly gang. I'll bring a nice rant tomorrow. I got a lot of things I want to talk about tomorrow. I got a lot of butt spanking I got to do tomorrow. And I'm going to make some enemies and make some people unsubscribe because I'm not going to hold back I never hold back, but now I got so much in my head, in my meditations, and what I'm doing. And when everything clears up with a project, and I'm free, and that's all I got to do, I'm gonna bring it. I'm gonna bring it. I'm not a person to educate you like Brother Neil Frazier because he studied. I'm a motivator, y'all. And if I see something, I'm gonna point it out and just tell it like it is. I'm not here to coddle nobody, not 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 anyway one bit. Anyway. I love you all. Take care. I will see you soon. <clears throat> soon. I'm choking on the truth, right? <laughs> I will see you soon with Positively Angela, a little over an hour. And that's what it's going to be. And just know that I love you all. Take care. We play a little music, rock on out here, and then we'll be moving on while I make this next link. Okay. So here we go. Well, I'm looking for this other version of this song. I want I want to hear the curse words in it tonight, right? Here we go. Peace.
2: I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the heat. The to the heat. I'm tryna do more for the soul, weigh less for the way less for the bread. Oh yes, sir. uh I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the heat. To the to the heat. I see the things that they do way less than they see.
3: Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, a
2: war on the real, baby, look out. Can't be a real nigga, might get you canceled Fuck the whole system, need the shit dismantled Coppers treat a nigga like the utmost wanted. it Tryin' to rule the block, but don't know what goes on it News got a story with a new take on me Carrying out the window with the screw face on me But I know that God love me when my blood burn 95 degrees and I can't get sunburned Wonder when your government'll make me legal Burn the whole city if I can't be equal Get off my dick, please, brat I earn that 400 years. How you still I ain't learn, learn that. I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the heat. The to the heat. I'm tryna do more for the soul, weigh less for the way less for the bread. Oh, uh, yes, uh, uh. I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the heat. The to the heat. I see the things that they do way less than they say. Cause it's a war on the real, baby,
3: look outside. uh, A war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. uh, A war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. uh, A war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. uh, A war on the real, baby, look out.
2: Shout out to the crackers tryna gentrify the genre Tell them free my niggas middle finger till your honor End the day is coming down to seconds on the timer Goofy niggas still tryna purchase that designer About to buy a chopper, learn to grow my own food Cause I don't like the look that get me in the whole foods And when you stay ready, you ain't gotta get ready But it ain't on me now, I'm limping cause my dick heavy But ain't shit sweet, niggas think we thin My whole attitude on MC Ren It's my neighborhood now, bye bye, bye that 400 years you still ain't caught me. I take pack to the lung kill the, stress to the, heat. Kill the stress to the heat I'm trying to do more for the soul less for the way less for the bread. I sir I take pack to the lung kill the, to the heat. kill the stress to the heat I see the things that they do less they way less than they see because it's a war on the real baby look outside uh, uh War
3: on the real baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real baby, look outside. A war on the real baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real baby, look outside. A war on the real baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real baby, look outside. A war on the real baby, look out.
0: Hey, this is Oscar Lawyer. You're listening to the last herb show.
1: For the thousands in attendance. And the millions watching around the world, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble!
2: Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look
3: outside, uh, a war on the real, baby, look out, cause it's a war on the real baby okay. look outside a war on the real baby look out cuz it's a war on the real baby look outside a war on the real baby look out cuz it's a war on the real baby look outside a war on the real baby look out cuz it's a war on the real baby look outside a war on the real baby look out cuz it's a war on the real baby look outside a war on the real baby look out cuz it's a war on the real baby look outside. A war on the real, baby, look out. Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside. Uh, A war on the real, baby, look out.